Fine. So we are continuing um, in Os Hay over here in Chela Gimel, Barakshani, um, gearing up for this is really going to be, we're going to get, get into this today about the use of the various divine names to break out of the shackles of physicality. Okay, so that's what um, we were we were saying last time. That once we've set it all up, that there is closeness to Hashem and uh, a potential potential distance from. Um, so then. Oh, there he is. Good to see you. Okay, fine. Jeff came in. We're in the middle of Osei. That's right. In the uh, the the paragraph begins with the, with the with the words Vehine Bechlal Hashpos. Shegazer, included in the um, divine influences that Hashem decreed that they should come from Him down to the lower worlds, is Hashem organized that there should be a shpos that will negate some of the shackles of the physical uh, world and allow the things to operate in a more spiritual matter. I feel like we, we spoke about this to a certain extent as well last time, that um, in man specifically, everything from the Ruach and upwards, from the spirit and upwards, is able to be liberated and elevate to higher planes by uh, through these different Hashpos, um, and only the Nefesh staying behind to continue to give life to the body. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's uh, really probably all we need for Oz Hay over here. Oz Vav is going to be even shorter. Oz Vav is really the Ramchal, as always, um, is very careful. It's like a lawyer who you know, he kn- knows all the intricacies of the case, and he's going to not go into any of them. But he has to give the disclaimer, right? So the disclaimer over here is that. The way that we're explaining it right now, one would think it's pretty straightforward. Right? Everything should work more or less the same. There's a certain divine influence that comes down, a hashpo, a flow that comes down here, releases things to be more spiritual, and everything should be more spiritual. So for that, you would really only need perhaps to know only one divine name, or you would really only need one certain situation, and it would all work the same. In, in all instances and accomplish always the same results but that is not the case the the study of Kabbalah is very very big there are many many different um, sections and subsections and um, very complicated so therefore over here in Ozvav he, he explains that it all depends on the nature of the physical entity that one is looking to uh, alter and it all depends on exactly what kind of hashpah is coming down, 
and what the objective is, etc. So lots and lots of details. That's basically what he's telling us over here in Ozvov, right? So we're just getting the big picture, but um, you know, uh, be aware that it's complicated. Okay. Right, speaking, because I think we said this doesn't pertain so much to us right now, but I, we, we can, we, we should, one of the takeaways it seems like is that we should, we have the ability to be able to accomplish. That's right, and the good news for us mm-hmm. is that, for example, in the Siddur, right, um, that the, we spoke of this out last time, the Chazal organized for us the Siddur, mm-hmm. right, that, that that's actually had a very big part in it, right, um, if you think about it, all the blessings that we have, and all the prayers that we have, they were all established for us by the Anshei Knesset Agdola, the members of the Great Assembly, right? And the the Gemara says, Umeham Kamanivim, and amongst them there were even, number of them were prophets, right? Like like Malachi, who is Ezra, the last prophet, he was amongst the Anshei Knesset Agdola, who established for us the Nusuch of the Tfilah, the Tfilahs, the Brachas, Birkas Hamazan, all the things, right? that we have, uh, most of, the, of those uh, blessings. So, um, the, those were established with a tremendous wisdom, with a tremendous knowledge of exactly how these things work, right? Yeah. And therefore, um, like the Gemara says, person should, one should not deviate from the Matbeah of Chazal, from the exact verbiage that Chazal said. Now, uh, there are plenty of things that be evident if you did, if you said it in your own words or whatever it is, it'll work. We can talk about the halacha, what allows you, what doesn't. But certainly a very bad idea to deviate. And that's why you know, you'll notice that um, you know, the Mishnah Burra also in many places very strongly pushes one to daven the Shmon Esrei, let's say even in Hebrew, even if you don't know what you're saying, there's a certain preference to do that over davening in English a translation. Why? Because the translation, you lose all that nuance. So that's basically just kind of us talking. Whereas, um, if we're davening from the Siddur, we're using the Nusach, it's designed ex- with tr- extraordinary wisdom to navigate all these fine nuances of the spiritual realms and to accomplish all these different things. Okay? We have the ability to tap into those levels to a certain extent. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you have to have shot. You mean yeah. the truth? Even if you don't, even if you don't know the little, even if you don't know the translation. Yeah. Well, but you know, like okay, you're, you're you're talking about din right now. You're talking about like the rough of the year. You're talking about so then, like, yeah. that's yeah. in general. Yeah. Uh, now again, the more you know, then it amplifies the power manifold, right? And the different kavanas that we can have ourselves even though they're nothing compared to the depth of the Kavanas and the Siddur, but nonetheless, they're your Kavanas. You're putting them into the words. Uh, that makes it even much more powerful. And thank God, we're, it's, a, it's a tremendous thing, the Siddur. Okay, so that is, that's Os Vav. Um, Os Zayn. Vihine. Al Hayisod Haze Omid Himotse Hayacholus Le Odom Lishtamish 
Based on this, every day we've said, this is what allows a person to use the physical world for spiritual matters. To do very big and unbelievable things. And this actually ties in beautifully into... Um, those of you that are in the Mesosa Sharm, you'll hear, we're going to talk about this uh, next week. We're literally standing on the very verge of, of having the same discussion in the Mesosa Sharm. This concept of people doing pu'ulos, gdolos, v'chazakos. Big and powerful acts. Okay? So, the, the, the Yerushalmi in, uh, in a number of places, as well as other Maimari Chazal, have this interesting expression and a number of commentators are kind of puzzled by this expression, uh, that someone doing something and referring to it is, as being um, a maisa hediot, an act of a commoner. That's what it means, uh, it means a commoner. Interestingly, the, the Tiferes Yisrael, uh, most people, maybe if you've been learning long enough, you've seen the word hediot to mean commoner. Um, the Tiferes Yisrael and the Mishnayas, the Yachin in Hilkas uh, Zorah, says the Hedjit is a Greek word, and it's uh, and it's uh, the word is idiot, idiot, which is the forerunner of the English word. Yeah. Now, but as opposed to meaning what, what it means nowadays, it just means a person who is dim-witted, right? Hediot means, a commoner means, the, the, the Ramchal explains in a number of places that Hediot means a person who doesn't have these superpowers. He's a regular man. You, what you see is what you get. Okay? So who is, a, who is one of these superpower people? These people that are capable of doing... Paulos Gdolos, great deeds, Vachazakos, and very powerful ones. So I'll give you an example. The Yerushalmi says, someone that sits in the sukkah, when it's raining, Eino Elahedyot. He's nothing but a commoner. Yeah? Now, when it's raining, the mitzvah to sit in the sukkah ceases to be, goes away. There's no mitzvah to be in the sukkah when it's raining. Okay? So Yishami says, Eino Elahedyot. The, the Zohar says that the shade of the sukkah is, is, speaking, to, is to speaking to protection from the Yitzhahara. Tzil de Mehemnusa. Not the shade of a hedyot. Not just uh, shade of a commoner. Which means physical shade. So it means a commoner means a person who is not able to tap into the spiritual roots, spiritual sources, and do these great deeds when he does mitzvahs. We gave the analogy last time of the Nefesh Achaim, telling us that the analogy of a, of a spiritual act is like a man standing at the bottom of a bell tower, long rope coming down. You grab the rope, you start yanking on the rope, right? And that causes the, 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 the bell to to swing and to make this huge noise that the entire, for miles and miles away people can hear this noise, right? Right? So, the what if a person stands not too far away, just one foot over, grabs a visual rope, 
missing the rope by about a foot, it starts going like this. Or alternatively, let's say there's another rope near the, the, the rope. There's another rope that's attached to the ceiling. He takes the rope, he starts yanking at it. Is that going to make any noise? No. It's not going to make any noise. A, that's an Eino Elahedjit. He's nothing but a commoner. He has no superpower. Right? When Klausel, Ramchal says, right, we're commanded at Har Sinai, we spoke about this, every time you do, you make a, you make a bracha on a mitzvah, share, you say, Baruchat Hashem, blessed Hashem, Asher Kiddushonu, you sanctify this with your mitzvah. What does it mean you sanctify this with your mitzvahs? It means you gave us superhuman powers by giving us the mitzvah. When Hashem commanded us, that's like he drops down a rope. That commandment of Hashem is that there's a rope hanging from the from a bell tower. Yeah? On this particular thing. So on this thing, I can grab this rope, I can yank on it, and I can make this unbelievable bell noise across the entire region, right? But if I was never commanded, so then what happens? So there's no rope. So you walk over, so you, so, so you have a non-Jew walks over, sees a Jew doing this thing, yanking like this, so non-Jew walks over nearby, starts doing the same thing. Right? But there's no rope. He was never commanded. He's not carrying out the command of Hashem. Right? He's not, he has seven mitzvahs with Noah. He has that, those commands. But if he's trying to put on tefillin, or keep Shabbos or something else, there's no rope. Right? So, so he cannot do these pulos, gdolos, v'chazakos. Yeah. That's so. Then, so the, a person who is doing, who is trying to do a mitzvah, but let's say it's not the time. It's not sukkahs. You build a shack right now. You make a, put up all nice posters, right? Turn on the music. You're sitting in there, right? But it's not sukkahs. It doesn't do anything, right? That, that's that's a sukkahs hedjit, right? It's just a shack, right? So that's what the Yerushalayim means. Someone who sits in in the. Uh, in the in the sukkah, when it's raining, ain't no elahedjit. It's nothing but a commoner. Means that once it began to rain, the mitzvah to sit in the sukkah stopped. And since the mitzvah stopped, there's no more there's no more superpower to it anymore. So if you want, you can sit there. You know, no, no problem, right? But uh, you're not you're not going to accomplish anything, right? Okay. So so says, so over here, back 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 over here. So all of this setup that we said, this is what allows the fact that Hashem has these spiritual powers up there that can permeate and come down here and change the world in very fundamental ways. That's what allows people to do these these big and powerful deeds. Which is impossible through plain physical acts, right? You could never... In, in, in fact, the, you know, the, the Nefesh Hakaim wants to know now, being that that, uh, that, that that this is the case, so he, so he identifies that really all the major events in the entire history of humanity, everything really, all the changes in the world are due to the people that have the ropes to pull on. So for good or for bad, most world events are due to our actions. Most, if not all. Yeah, all major events. So that's a pretty, that's a pretty, uh, to the point that, uh, 
you know, tsunami in, th- in Thailand is uh, is somehow or another related to us. What? Yeah, something we have to be very sensitive to. Yeah. Rabbi, how is the Nefeshachayim mechaleh between most and all? Like, I'm curious. Well, because it, because it was just uh, because we we saw earlier on that the non-Jews can make can can change things, can change events, can change things um, for themselves. I mean, if they if they do certain deeds, so good deeds, then they can improve their state down here. But they can't change the overall state of the world. It's not machalik between a tsunami and an earthquake. It's machalik between the be, be, ramifications or who, who the effect is. Exactly. Yeah. So changing the world, let's say making more good in the world or making chasashal more evil in the world, those types of things, that's, that's all in our hand. The, the, the big, the big, the big, uh, the global weather, that's in our hands. Pun intended. Yeah? Um, so, Vizet kihinei ha'adon boruchu heichin sidrei ha'metzius v'konunehem alzeh ha'derech shekulam nikshavu zebazet. That's because Hashem organized everything, it's all connected together. V'kulam toluyim behashpa'osov, and everything depends on what Hashem sends to each thing. But often, shekishet timoshech achas mina hashpaos al yedei Hazkaras Achad Shmos of Yisbora. So then, when one mentions one of the divine names, and that causes a certain flow to come down here, so then that will cause major changes down here in the world. Yeah? Uh, jumping a, lot, a little bit. Kihine Hu Yisbora Shmo Yimotse Likraov Beoso Hashem. Whatever name is summoned, whatever name is used, whatever name is called, that's what we are summoning, that's what we're bringing Hashem more into the world in that, um, in that uh, manifestation, right? We spoke last time about that there is the one essential name, right? That's the, that's the Tetragrammaton, the, the Yudke Vovke, four-letter name, right? That's the essential name, that's, the, that's so to speak, like with us, that, that would be your, like your first name, right? As opposed to... All the ty- kind of titles that you carry around with you, son, father, husband, boss, you know, citizen, whatever it is, those would be the different hats that we wear. That's like the other holy names, as the other divine names. So when we mention those other names, because as you recall, the should the shame Yud we don't really pronounce, uh, just a coin Godel. Um, you know, Anyum Kippur, right? A pretty, pretty rare event where you can get that deep in. We're approaching that awesome day very quickly. Kippurim. But otherwise, um, so depending which name one is mentioning, and it doesn't have to be just one of the what's called the the, you know, the, the seven names, the, the name of Shane and Mchokos, the, the non-erasable names, the names that are holy kind of in all situations, but even what's called the Kinui, some of the um, uh, what? 
I'm, I'm trying to figure out a good translation for the word kinuim. Uh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, euphemism or, or a nickname. It's, it's like it's like a nickname, right? So, for example, Rahu, you know, the merciful one, right? Or Hanun, or or uh, you know, even such names as uh, Nasher, the eagle, or whatever. All those types of names as well can speak to certain nuances of divine manifestation. Um, we're not specifying right now davening or not davening what, we're, what we did say earlier is that for those of us who are not experts in Kabbalah so it's very useful to have the Siddur so at least some of the times we can say things correctly even if we don't know exactly which name to mention in what order, under what circumstances you know, and for what purpose and so that, that was all that was all arranged for us. Um, now, obviously, the, the, uh, the, again, like you said earlier, the more intent, the more actual intention one does have, um, it, it definitely makes a very big difference. Okay, um, so that's uh, so. So, depending on what uh, what one speaks to, you know, basically, if I, if I come to someone, and I say, hey, uh, you ca- you come to someone and you say. To, the same person, and you refer to him as, you know, um, you know, your honor. So he's talking back to you as a judge. You say to him, father. He's talking back to you, you know, as uh, to his son. Right? Uh, d- depending on what uh, title is used, depending on what name is used, that uh, that actually very much arouses that uh, type of response. Okay. And that light, that corresponding light will illuminate. And that Hashpoah, notice again, he's doing that, that double thing that we spoke about last time, the Ha'ara and the Hashpoah. Those are the two. The Ha'ara being the closeness to Hashem, the Hashpoah being the blessing that comes from that closeness. Shebotolui mitzius ha'inin ha'hu mevukosh. Atsof so, and that will cause the desired result to come out, okay? That is talking about mentioning the divine names in relation to Hashem, and that's what it does. That's Aleph, that's one. Now, another related issue is mentioning the, the divine names in a different way, mentioning the divine names as a way to manipulate, um, interact with the angels. Okay, now this is going to be a bit complicated. Um, it's complicated for a number of reasons. Davening to Hashem is always good. That's just good, right? Davening to Hashem, you know, it, the, 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 the condition is there has to be a good person who's doing it. It has to be done for the sake of heaven. Yeah? But assuming the person is a good person, not a Russia, or, I mean, that's why it's very much not advised to be using different divine names and different permutations that one might find in some sort of a book that speaks these things out, let's say, if there were to be probably on the internet or somebody explaining, you know, what names to use and what they mean, etc. If a person has any... Uh, 
um, a virus on their hands, that it, it could end up being very bad for the world. Um, that's that's as far as practical cabal goes. Well, yeah, in general, it, it, it basically um, will be will be hijacked by by negative forces. Um, but uh, but, other, but but the, but the thing itself is appropriate to do. <coughs> okay, if the person himself is, is right for it and, and he's doing it with the right intention. Now we're getting into a little bit more complicated issue of manipulating the angels using the divine names. Okay, so first of all, we have to understand how in the world is the use of divine names something that should manipulate angels to begin with. How, how does that happen? Okay, so says the Ramchal. The Amnam Od Inyan Echad Chakak Habore is Borashmo Al Zedech. In a similar way, Hashem um, opened up on a, a similar pathway to the uh, in in these matters. Vehu Kihinei Hamalachim Kulam Becholam Magdurizem. All of the angels, no matter how high or low, this is an important factor. Right? Uh, angels exist on very, very different planes. There's little, you know, low down, you know, angels who control very, very specific things. There's very, very high angels, the archangels, right, who control very grand, you know, the general, you know, this is like the the inner board of directors up there, right? Hine Nimser Biyadam Koach Lifo Paulus. So each one was empowered with a certain power to do different, to, to do his job. Okay, and so empowered means given power, empowered. Now, it's never given in a way that it could be ever be misused because it's always flowing every moment and every moment. So, uh, this is, uh, the, the Ramchal says this concept that the idol worshippers believe in that, well, yeah, they've been empowered, so now I can just... I can just uh, you know, uh, get them to use it against the will of Hashem. That, that's that's ludicrous. It's always going to be at the end of the day only because Hashem wills that to be the case. But nonetheless, currently the, this power is flowing through them, and unless Hashem decides to stop that, okay? But they don't always do it. I mean, sometimes they. There's an act that needs to get done, so they'll do it. Sometimes not. So then, oh, so then I can, if I could just get them to turn these things on, right? Let's say there's an angel, the uh, you know the angel of uh, you know, whatever it is, Parnassa, right? Uh, one that's involved with channeling down Parnassa, right? So, uh, well, yeah, he's not active enough. We need to get him a little bit more. Uh, get him, get him, get him. Uh, you know, turn up the voltage a little bit, right? So. Uh, People seem to believe that there's never enough parnasa. The truth is that something's not so good to have too much parnasa. It can do bad things for people. I know at least one person almost ruined his life, but um, that's a different discussion. But El Kefi Haseder Shehuzder La Hanhaga Hativis Hatmidis Shalawazam. Rather, they do what's necessary for the world to run. I don't know, but they have the ability to do more than that. They have the ability to, to uh, you know, to be kind of uh, sending this stuff in um, more powerfully, more frequently, right? Like, 
maybe even constantly. I skipped the draw. Yifalu pamim rabos and that is what we call miracles so you know I guess if uh, you know whatever is a normal flow of things um, I don't know um, usually the wind doesn't cause the water to split or something right it can cause it to get stirred up a little bit but it doesn't cause the split but uh, but if that power were to get exaggerated tremendously it could cause the water to split or something like that I'm just you know, just coming up with something right notice that the Ramchal put in it according to the will of Hashem because angels cannot act ever without the will of Hashem this is many times. No, no, no. You, uh, I think you mistranslate. How, how does your English translate? How does he translate in English? No, but, uh, give me a few more words before it and a few words after it. Exactly. Oh, no, so he translated it correctly, right? It means not that miracles happen on many occasions, but on many occasions of when miracles are happening, many of those you know, a high percent use this means as opposed to a different means, where Hashem himself maybe does it or something like that. What? Well, we haven't said exactly how yet. We, we, we haven't yet said somehow through the angels doing more than what they usually do, that's what will often uh, cause a miracle. That was just, that was just direct, direct usage of divine names and, and a uh, divine uh, increase in... Yeah, so we're, yeah, exactly. So, Vamnam Ratsa Adul Boruhu Venasan Kavod Lishmo. So now, so far we haven't said anything about manipulating angels. Now, here we go. Hashem wanted to give honor to his name, which um, is those of you that, that were here from the beginning, from uh, back in the first Halik, the second parak, we discussed at length, why in the world would Hashem be interested in giving honor to His name? Right? Us, we're all a bunch of uh, you know, megalomaniacs, is that the right term? Yeah? People that have an insatiable appetite for honor, right? Fine. But Hashem, why, why, would that be, why would that be the case over here? So we said back then that Hashem did this. Anybody remember why? For five points? What? Wow, good job, Jeff. Okay, right. In order to do good to us, right, and the best way to do good to us is that we should be able to earn that good. And how can we earn it other than to give Hashem the only thing that anybody else could give Him, which is honor. Honor is something that is given by someone else. Honor is not an internal concept. Hashem made up a thing. There's a thing, Hashem made it up. It's called, it's called honor. He, he created it. 
He made up a thing called honor. Yeah? And this thing, by definition, can only be given by somebody else. That's the rules of the game. It can only be given by somebody else. Oh, so that's the case. Then Hashem needs us. Yeah, it's a war. It's a it's a it's a make work project. Like so, what's his name in America? What was it called? Uh, the, when America had the FDR, who was it that made created work created work for people? Yeah, whatever it is, right? They're tearing up roads to rebuild them again, right? So so that you can so you can have a job, right? So uh, what? Crazy, unbelievable, right? And you know that you say that in davening every day. Do you know where in Davening you say it? Where you can be Mechavan for it? Jeff, for extra five points on top. For a total of ten points. Come on. Where in Davening do we allude to this concept? Hashem creating honor as a means to do good to us. Tov Yatsar Kavod Lishmo. We say in Birkas Yotzer Or. In the first paragraph of Krishna, uh, the, the blessings for Krishna, the blessings for Krishna, the first paragraph of Yotzer Or, Tov Yatsar Kavod Lishmo, the good one, formed honor to his name. So the Gon says, the good one, the, ones to, the one who wants to do good to us, created, made up from nothing, made up a thing called honor for his name, in order that he should be able to do good to us. Yeah? So, Tov Yatsar Kavod Lishmo. So, next time that you say that, tomorrow morning, try to be Machavan. Tov is the is the is the one doing it. Is the is the subject? Yeah. Tov Hashem, the one who is good. Why is he called good? Because he wants to do good. Yatsar Kavod Lishmo. He made for his name honor. Because that's how he's going to get to be told. Yeah, yeah. That, the honor is exactly. That's why he's called told because that's what he's out to do, and he did this thing called making honor for his name. But he's out to accomplish told. So this is an intermediary. It's a way to do that. Mind blowing. Yeah. Okay. You see, you see, this is one little example of what it says in the Siddur. The words that we say. Yeah? Okay. So, um, so Hashem desired uh, to give honor to His name. Now, in this case, it means that when we think of Hashem's names, we and everybody else, when you relate to Hashem's name, things should tremble. Things should shake. Things should move, right? Hashem's name. It's not just a... It's a super-duper powerful thing. Ties into exactly... If you haven't been attending the social charm, next week maybe you should consider. We're about to talk about taking oaths. Taking oaths when you shouldn't. And using divine names. That's what he talks about being a hedge. Or not a hedge, right? It's literally connected to what we're talking about. So... Um, so Hashem wanted to give honor to His name that His name should be so powerful in the world that we should tremble when we utter it, right? Before we start diving to Hashem, what's the first thing we say? For the tefillah, before the amida, for the silence monaster, what's the first thing we say? Hashem, open up my lips. I can't. I, I don't. I cannot open my lips. I'm, they're, they're glued together. I can't. I, I dare not 
open, but, but you command me to. So please, help me to open up my lips. Like, I, I'm scared to do it. I'm about to start uttering divine names. Yeah? So, um, that's the honor that Hashem gave to His names. And therefore, Shekishi Yizacher, Al, Hamalachim, that when we mention those names in relation to an angel, to different angels, Lefiya Seder, Shesider, and now the Romchal always throws in the uh, disclaimer that is all in accordance with the order that he organized, which means you have to know which angel, what name, when, what, how, right? So it's not just a, uh, a simple thing, right? Um, at that moment, it will cause the angel, he will be forced, the angel will be forced to do his action. Right? So we can, so one can manipulate the angels using the divine names to cause them to use the power that they've been empowered with to, to do it either in a greater force or in a time that he wouldn't be doing it otherwise or even so much so that it enacts a miracle. So this is what, like, back in the day, what, what Obdev was doing. Oh, so wait, wait, hold on a second. Uh, we'll see what Obdev was doing. There's a, there's, a, there's a number of options they might, they might have had at their disposal. We'll see. That's why I said, the Malachim are complicated. The first one was good. That's a very big tzaddik. Does the first one, davening to Hashem, uttering the divine name. That's what very, very, very big, that's what they're supposed to do. This one we're going to see. Okay, and then we're going to see two other ones that are clearly from the forces of evil and darkness. That's also something else. We'll see that. This one's, this one's a, 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 a bit more complicated. Um, so, next paragraph. Now, when it comes to uttering the divine names, to manipulate the angels, there are two parts to it. Harish and Hu, Haskarishmo, Isborishmo, Kemo Shikore Oso, Shia Nehu. That you call out to Hashem, using His name, you call out to Hashem that He should answer you, and the person is going to get the Hashpah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so they said the two different things. One is davening to Hashem using divine names, and like Jeff pointed out, there's a lot of overlap over here because, to a certain extent, that divine influence may very well end up flowing through certain angels. Remember, angels are the ones that kind of direct the flows and things like that. They supervise. They're the pekidim. They're the ones that are appointed over the transmission from the Kokos and the Dalm up there down to the physical world down here. So they may very well be now, but 
The question is, how am I doing it? So the first one that we spoke about is that you call out to Hashem. And like we said, that's, just, that's good. That's a big tzaddik, that's what he should be doing. And for us, simple folks, we should do it in the simple way of using the Matbeis Chazal gave us and using the Siddur that they entrusted us with and that will also do good things. Okay? When I say simple folks, I don't mean a hedgyuk. Not a, not a hedgyuk. Right? I mean a super powerful commanded beings who have access to the rope which just don't know exactly all the nuances. Okay? Um, that's we're not going to get to finish this today so I'd rather pause here um, we're going to we're going to discuss what's an appropriate usage of the divine names and then after that we'll get into in Oshes to uh, usage of negative forces, dark forces, etc. To cause them to do things. By, saying the by, by uttering divine names, yeah. Okay.